0: Everybody, and welcome in to Rebellion's Bloom, the Penny Bloom podcast's Star Wars Umbrella show. It is I, Colton Robertson, and I'm joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie?
2: Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here.
0: Oh, and it's always a pleasure to have you, and I'm also joined by KBZ, Kyle Arnett. What's up, bud? Yert. Yert. And also, nerd. We're talking the bad batch bitches, the bad batch bitches season two, episode 14 through 16. And we're going to be all spoilers from the fucking jump. So mm. uh, if you have not watched it, you're going to have to get the fuck out of here because I'm assuming if you're watching it, you are actually invested in the story. You do actually want to know what happens. I don't yeah. think this is something most people are just like, ah. I feel like people who watch the bad batch are fans of the bad batch, which is. That's reaching know, bro. No, no, I mean, but, like, there are a lot of people who actively dislike a lot of Star Wars who watch a lot of Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? I feel like there's a lot of people who would have already dipped on The Bad Batch.
2: If they're in now, if they're in episode 14 through 16, they're already watching the show, so they're already more than that Star Wars fan, you know, that just gets rid of it because it's animation and thinks it's a kid's show. So they're in it, and if you're watching it, I mean, let's just be honest, like, I mean, at least for me. I can't speak for everyone, but I am more invested in this story. I was more invested in this story as a season of television than I am in The Mandalorian right now. Like, I was, Mm. I guess, more emotionally invested. Um, Oh, yeah. Definitely, I could say that. I don't know whether I could say, you know, where my theories are going. I'm thinking more of, you know, for the future with Mando. But, like, man, was this story just told so well and hit so hard like, Dude. on everything they were trying to go for. You know, like, they just, they delivered everywhere. Well, what um, I love
0: about the end of this season here is that it totally subverted my expectations anyway. I thought we were heading in a, a hope direction. I thought, we were, mm. you know, we were going to bring some shit together, happy ending, t- almost basically with something, something slightly wrong. You know, like, ah, there's still a looming threat but at least we all came together we got crosshair back we are all alive and we are all happy uh no no on all counts actually in fact someone died and s- someone else got more captured not just not just we broke te- tech or we broke crosshair out and nobody's dead
2: i mean now crosshair is captured omega is captured tech is dead the only ones that are out Hunter, Echo, and Wrecker, and they're, like, just a mess right now. They don't even know, like, what to do, you know, like. I, I, or I guess they know what to do now. They're they're on a mission. <laughs> they are I not going to. I don't
0: know what to do, bro.
2: Yeah, like, we have to wait how long until we get any answers. They're going to make us sit with this for a year, at least. Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah. Bad Batch Season 1 was
0: definitely 2021. That was a while back.
2: Fucking god damn it. Uh, Fucking man. shit, it's, shit, fuck. It's just, it's too, it was, I, in my head, this season, I was like, Wrecker is the one to go if someone goes. And that's just where my head was the whole time. I, I never thought my boy, right. I never thought it was Tech's turn,
3: you know? I'm gonna be honest. i Felt like it was more him or Echo than anybody this season. Felt like that was just the way it, the way it was headed. It I just was, think oh, you don't you don't yeah you don't, yeah no I hear that you just don't feed them like the the character development and lines that you give them like in in the kind of character moments you give them if like it's not unfortunate. But but the thing that gets me
2: the thing that gets me is that he is gone and if he is gone I have to accept it and move on myself. But like. They were showing so much potential with him, with Fee and him learning like social cues and stuff like that. Like,
3: oh man, as soon like, as I
2: heard that line in episode 15, I knew it was over. Like, was over. Fee was teaching was tech social cues, and like, that's just for kids watching the show that struggle with that sort of same thing. Like, it could be actually very just good. Like, to have, like, I was just really excited to see that, and I thought it would be cute as hell just fee and tech. They were amazing, you know? And I'm like, I cannot wait just for, like, little social cues to be learned through tech and tech to, you know, we just see his progress, you know? And I was like, ah, they're setting it up. Gone. You know? It's a classic,
0: that's a classic trope, though. How How often, right. how often you know. do we watch a movie where, you know, the the lady goes up to the guy and she's like, Promise me you'll come home. And he's like, Yeah, I'll come home. And then when when I come home, everything's gonna we're gonna change the way things happen. We're gonna move to that ranch that we oh, always wanted. Man. And everything's gonna be just fine. Boop, dead. As soon as you hear something like that, you're like, oh that guy's gonna fucking die. Uh and you know why they weren't doing shit like that so explicitly, it was not mm. nearly as exposition heavy as one might argue another Star Wars show at the oh. moment is. it uh it was it was they were clearly building a direction for tech that would you know kind of see you fulfilled and what he what his life becomes beyond this and you know they 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 kind of did that for other characters sure you know wrecker was helping out around pabu everyone fucking loved him he was a cool guy hunter is you know he's warming up to the idea but we don't really get any indication that this is what he would like Mm. tech he's he sees the beauty and all the stuff that's going on he's with he's with feet and he's he's someone who would like to settle down with uh
2: just uh it's usually enough to go yeah not much longer they were they were really focusing on him too like Well, you know, I don't think tipping point, I don't know, it's like, it's going to be hard not to talk about the last two episodes, you Mm. know, so I really want to try to give as much as I can to Uh. that episode, because we got Tech and Omega giving little flying lessons, you know, like they were giving so many little things with Tech that were just so cute, like moments, and Mm. whenever he's teaching her how to, you know, Omega's taking the Marauder and she's zooming and Tech's, you know, trying to keep calm because... You're not supposed to yell, you know, at someone that's new at drive, you know, and it makes it worse. So he's trying to keep his calm. He's pull up, pull up, Omega, pull up, Omega, pull up, you know, and it's, I don't know, all the. At least the go
1: off this time.
2: Yeah. Like, he's just, he's he's the cool uncle, you know, the whole time. And I don't know, I just, I love seeing that. That was my favorite scene of the episode was just the flying lessons and, like, the tech turn. I can do yeah. the tech turn? I can do the tech turn? Uh, so, yeah, I know I love that. That is not what it's called, though I must say I quite
0: like it. Uh, absolutely loved that. Uh, but yeah, favorite scene, that was definitely a contender for me, but I ultimately had to go with Crosshair's attempted escape for tipping point. That was just, uh, it couldn't be more clear, you know, uh, that this dude l- loves his boys and he's not quite as evil as everyone might have once thought. uh that dude's—he—he's looking out for his boys, you know. Tries to give get in contact with them. You have to run. You have to get away. They want uh, he We know who he's talking about. Um, I—I I just love me some Crosshair. He also got my favorite character for the episode. I mean, it was the shit. Um, KBZ, what about a favorite scene for you?
3: Yeah, um, I really like the moment where, and this is kind of where my favorite line comes into play too, but, um, there's that line with Shep when he's talking, and he says, is that all you are, a soldier? Um, I just love the backdrop, that, is it Pavu, or Pavu? Pavu. Yeah, what I mean, that planet is is just a beautiful, beautiful scenic planet. It Um, is beautiful, and... I think it really brought <laughs> the beautiful yeah.
2: Let Colton spit real quick. You're I, uh, you I, got you, you gotta hear this.
3: You
0: And I'm sure you've seen it online by now because after I said it to Joe I started seeing it on Twitter too and I was like ah I should have tweeted it. That'd have been nice. Um uh, mm. Pabu is on Scarif where the Death Star blows up at the end of Rogue One.
2: That's the same planet where that's that's Jin and and Cassian hug on the beach, and we see him go. It's that planet. We're already on that planet. Those nice. the Earth, no, the no, quakes no. that are happening, dude. It's because the Empire's there. They're they're fracking their mind, and you know they're 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 putting their base there. Stuff that's fucking with the the island and shit, you it's know, and stuff shake. It's making and the and then planet. We hear Project go Stardust burnt. pop up, and we see the main dude who runs that project can't have shit around here man can't they, have shit around here even if there's even no if, happy endings like hunter and th- they say they can't find omega and like they they're looking for like years and nothing right they eventually i guess how long do we have until rogue one happens 14 years yeah, so no, they're nineteen, 19 yeah. years. So they could be searching for so long, so long, and maybe they don't. Maybe they're like, Wow, like we're we're doing this forever and like we have to eventually lay down. They go to Pabu and they do settle down. Eventually it blows up anyways. So like it isn't even a happy end they can't do that anymore. It's not a it's not an option anymore, you know? At least they're like ah uh, it's just it's not even on the elemental chart, it never <laughs> landed. It's, gazy,
3: gazy. it's a wazzy, it's, it's a, woozy. a woozy. It's a whoozy, it's a what?
2: Off the element, what it, oh, what is that? It's off
0: the, it's it's of the elemental element chart. It, <laughs> does, it hasn't landed, it's not fucking real. It's uh, Matthew McConaughey and the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah.
1: Uh, man, thinking.
3: it's like, can we just say fuck uh, fuck, why am I blinking Sid? on the name? Yes, fuck Sid, thank you. Sid, Sid sucks. Fuck Sid. Sid. Fuck Sid. So, me, Colton was on it first. I was more in that camp than anything, and she just cashed in. I don't know
2: what y'all were on. I was on the fee train from the get go, and I say get Sid. We've already had okay. this I told you
0: so moment, man. You don't I'm, need to rub it in.
2: But I'm just like Sid. I don't. I didn't try. Like I didn't. I didn't like Sid at all, ever. Like not one bit, man. And I don't know. That's just. And now, I don't know, the fee thing isn't even going to hit as hard because the main thing I wanted out of it was the... What What was the ship name that we settled on? Uh, feck? feck? Wasn't it Feck? Yeah. my God.
0: Like a... So like it doesn't a, even
2: feel that an good
0: Irish, anymore. Irishman yeah. dropping the F-bomb. Ah, Feck. Out of yeah. Feck. Man. You're
3: all feckin' boring. It's from Dude. the band of Inisharons. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to say, you sounded just like that. No. Even at their
2: lowest point, they lose tech. She knows that, and she's like, "Still gonna fuck them up, you know?"
3: Like, what? I more so just take beef with the fact she said, "I really liked him." Bitch, you didn't like anybody. Fuck I'm you. You would done that. Shoot, Sid. He he.
2: Like, I oh, thought God. he. I I really thought that's what he, that was going to be. Like, you know what? Fuck it. We're done. I'm not being captured. Sid, you can die. Like, I really thought for a second it it crossed my mind. But God. <sighs> She yeah. need, she will die, right? Or no? Is she gone? It? Will, will she be... She, r- yeah, sure she's making she'll die? Or maybe be? will they go get her and be like, hey, you want to say something? Or like you want to try to say sorry? I don't know mm-hmm. how you could, but... I don't know. Maybe, I don't want
0: them to... I, I kind of want her to just be gone, but they've done a lot with that character, and the way that she handled this turning them over, um it was it was shitty and she knew it was shitty but at least she knew it was shitty it doesn't make it any less shitty but she feels bad about it which i do think is like like i said doesn't make uh, it less shitty but it's a decent sign and i could also see them going the route where she attempts to make up for what she did uh and also oh, she sends better.
3: the big motherfucker the big motherfucker from the, the, the pod racing, racing him after her. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, sends, she sends him to go help. That'd be awesome. Still not redeemed, though. I hate How it. are they going to figure out where they are? No, though?
0: it wouldn't redeem her. It's the least she could do.
2: You know what I'm saying? They're going to have to figure out where Mount Tantis is. And we got the planet name. Uh, Hemlock dropped it, I think. Iridow or something like that, maybe? Um. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was like, take him back to... To blah, blah, blah. um, I, could, I don't know. I could have sworn. Maybe he was referring to something else. Iriadu?
3: I think Iriatu? so. I think it started with an Iriatu? e. I I think it's, it started it's with an e. E R I A D U. It's Shout yeah. out to Closed Star captions. Star Wars ir- Iriadu.
2: Star yeah. Ir- Iriadu. No. Yeah. Iriadu. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, my fucking God. The home world of Grand Moff Tarkin?
3: Of course,
2: that's interesting. um Is Mount Tantis in here anywhere? Mount Tantis is not on Iriadu,
0: I don't think.
2: So, Iriadu is where the summit was. The sum, the building that they all met in. Oh, yeah. that's okay. So they were on, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, so I, I could have
0: prevented that. My Wi-Fi wasn't so shit. I'd have been able ah. to ch- chime in a few <laughs> seconds ago. Uh, but I've been waiting for it to fulfill back to its power.
2: (laughs) Well, at least I got to have a little head theory, you know, theory for a little bit, but that's okay. Um, okay. Well, so we have, so we still have no idea where Mount Tantis even is.
0: No, no, not planet wise. No.
2: Dang. Wow. How are they going to figure that out? Like.
0: That's a pretty secret location. Like that's. That's going to be
2: tough. Does he eventually turn that into Exegol? Like, is that is that pre Exegol? You know, because mm-hmm. like it's a it's a pyramid. Event? No, that, I don't know. Exegol just like kind of. you have to have a Sith find like a Wayfinder even get there. I
0: feel Like and, Exegol's really ancient, and it's yeah, been, that's already been. A, long yeah, long. no, that's
2: been there. Yeah, no way, Palpatine. All those made statues that. and shit yeah, underneath. No nah, yeah. chance. No nah, chance.
0: Um, a cool place that I think it could be, uh, turned into like 25, 30 years later, um, is the fucking, my uh, fucking, uh, planet where Luke tries to build his first temple with Grogu. It's got a decently similar terrain and stuff. I think that could be interesting. That's the only, like, and that's the only thing I'm basing it off of. There's also the fact that in the books, Mount Tantis this is based off of a original Thrawn legends trilogy stuff mount tantis is where they clone uh a force sensitive being mm. uh so like would make sense if it was a place that was strong in the force and stuff and luke mm. like they it would continue the whole coruscant with the jedi temple being built on a sith temple being built on a jedi temple etc cetera, etc cetera. like
2: wow and i guess we were talking a little bit off mic about this a little bit, just because it's it's been hard not to to talk about it. But the hope that we have for Tech uh, Kyler, I don't think we've we've brought it up yet. But like um, his goggles were recovered, and Hemlock said that that's all that they could find. That's all that they could recover. But we were thinking that maybe they did find his body, and if they have Tech's body, then they have his DNA, and maybe they use that to tell Nala Say and Omega try to clone another tech, have all this memory stay intact as well so you can have him back, and then that's how they, you know, figure out the transfer of consciousness sort of cloning thing, or something along those lines, because we don't know whether Palpatine transferred his consciousness through the Sith, you know, through Sith means, or if he did it through whatever they're trying to figure out now. You know, because obviously this research is very important to Palpatine. It almost certainly had to be the Sith stuff, because his brain probably got
0: destroyed when the Death Star did.
2: Yeah, but say... So, okay, maybe Palpatine did that, but say you have the brain. Say, like, Hmm. you do. In this case, Tech's brain is probably still there. It's, you know, it's probably... I don't even want to think about what his body looks like, but... No, yeah, that was the other...
0: <laughs> um, I was going to say, maybe the only reason they only found the goggles is because his body was completely
2: and utterly... And that's, that is possible. And I do need to get... I do need to accept the reality that he is gone not a gone. short fall, he endured. Yeah, no, not at all. And
3: that thing was tracking right on top of him. Yeah. That dude is also tech, though. <laughs> Can need He find need his way out of it. Away. We need to dra- We need to drop little snippets of this shit somewhere to where like that's just like one of the snippets from this episode is like, <laughs> but that man is tech though that like
2: that man is tech
0: though
3: I
2: mean, he's come out of pretty impossible situations before. this one seems pretty insurmountable. I mean, I don't know how you just counter gravity, you and, know and, and from a from a storytelling perspective, obviously I
0: love tech. I love tech and this was fucking heartbreaking. It was the I've, I've obviously teared up and cried during star Wars within the last few years. Mm. There are only a few times where I've like sobbed. This yeah. is one
1: of them. This yeah. is one of them.
0: Uh, but that said, well, I would love to see my boy tech again from a storytelling perspective. It would mean a lot fucking more if he was dead. know. Oh, um,
3: I know he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Can't learn At how to 99. replace him. Can't yeah, I know. Never learn how to replace him. He's gone. He's gone.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> so I, little I will. Notes for He's so
3: gone. He's
0: so
1: gone.
2: I was thinking of giving Tech the clean sweep for character just because it's not it's the only. way well, to do it's it anymore, you know? Cur- it's only uh, character. I will actually give Crosshair my favorite character for um, tipping point for him actually not breaking and giving up Omega and him because like Hemlock comes in and he's like, what is she? She means nothing to you. If you give me her, you're out of here and you don't have to suffer anymore. Like it's that easy. And Crosshair still doesn't say a word like, I don't know. It was just very nice to see. So that was the only reason I'll give Crosshair the favorite character for for episode 14 but uh ah, 15 and 16 it's going to have to go to tech um for me yeah, um, yeah i
0: mean and i can't away. blame you for that one bit yeah because um, you you only get so many chances in this life now to pick tech for your favorite character something uh but i i also went crosshair episode 14 but i actually went omega for both 15 and 16 ooh uh, simply because at the end of the day i know the show is called the bad batch this whole show is about how it's shaping omega though you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like it's she is she is the lens through which this entire show story is told
2: as a sister now the did fuck? i did i ever I, i'm
0: so pissed did i ever say the theory out loud that she was a clone i a clone? Fuck.
2: Maybe. God damn it! No, because I was like, I
0: don't know. I, it was literally just because of the voice, but then I wrote it off because Ryo Chuchi had a similar voice, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like a, maybe it's just a voice actress that they're kind of they're kind of recycling through or something. But no, she did sound like Omega.
3: Yeah. Wow. I, yeah. I, I guess I i only noticed it once she said it i was like okay why are you i was like have you been talking like that this whole time or like what's the deal because like all of a sudden you sound better
0: color all different and stuff to and so like it was easy in my head to go
2: nah you know um, do you know her name emery like her actual yeah. name oh the alpha alpha and omega I don't know. I feel. I feel like A. It starts with an A. What is this? A, is this, a late two thousands animated what, film about wolves?
3: What are we talking about? I don't know.
2: I was just trying to think. Think of something. Like, is this is this her real name or is this her? You know, her empire's evil scientist name. You know, I don't know. Was she? Yeah, I guess we've always just assumed that
0: Alpha of Alpha and Omega was Boba Fett. But now, did the, we she ever? is not... older. Like, yeah. Did we get confirmation that the other one would have been Boba Fett? Like.
2: B, Boba Beta. B, you know if they're if they're going with that, well, it was going to be Alpha and Omega. Like, yeah, and we but I guess, assumed Boba was Alpha. Did they was Alpha and Omega? Is that even like mentioned at all, or is that yes, something that word yeah. just bringing in? That's
0: what's mentioned. I don't think Boba Fett is expressly mentioned, though. I think that was something that was just assumed. That we just I need to rewatch season one. Yeah, they were born at the same time. Yeah, we're assuming because they're, they're like, the like, same age at around this time. Oh, okay. One of them's not older than the other. You know, like that's the
2: thing is that like. Do we know for sure that this is, do we know for sure, like, they said that, no, they do say that Omega and Boba are brother and sister, like, so they are, Omega is a Jango Fett clone. Yeah, yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. Like, there's no shot that there could, that could be a lie, you know, or like, I don't know, like. I don't know.
0: I've always just assumed. Like, I don't think there's any reason to believe yeah. that it would be anything else.
2: Um, why have we never seen any more women? Like, why is Omega and now Amari? What's her or what's her name? Emery. Emery. Yeah. Why only them two? Why are these the only two female clones ever? You know, like, is it is it difficult to do that? And this is, like, the first step in, I don't know, like, is it difficult to, to, I guess, their whole research was trying to find mutations that they can make to clones, and that was all difficult, and even the slightest little mutation you gave could fuck them up, so is changing the whole gender, you know, is that, like, did that seem impossible, but they did it with Omega and Emery, I don't know, like, i
0: yeah. Well, is, that's my thing, is that, like, I've never, um... Like obviously I did at first, but I think they're just not really gonna give us a reason why Mm. they're women. I don't think that's ever going to be fulfilled. Like I don't think we're ever gonna find out, oh, why, why was she specifically cloned to be female? You know, like I don't, uh, I don't anticipate that happening, but, Mm. um, I think, uh, there's, it's plausible to assume that given that this woman also grew into, a scientist who helps cloning and Nala say that's kind of what it seemed like Omega was being trained to do when the Bad Batch took her. So it's kind of like, what if they created uh, the, this set of clones to help the science side of it?
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that they were yeah, because Nalase either was just very protective over Omega, or was like training her to become. I don't know. Like that's the th- like. It seems like this Emery takes more after Hemlock.
0: Yeah, as far as where she's come from, it doesn't seem like she worked
2: a lot one on one with Nala Se. um. Maybe, kind of, it's like she worked for Camino, was restricted, and she couldn't research what she truly wanted. But then the Empire came around and was like, hey, we'll let you do the, you know, real research that can do real, you know, the Empire twist on it. And then convinced her to leave. And I don't, I don't know. Because how do, did she get captured? Was she always with uh... is Like, how, like, what does that mean? part of me wonders if like as omega or well before does she age different
3: part of me wonders if it's something like the empire like caught wind that a a a woman clone was you know created or whatever and was like hold on like this could be a breakthrough like we want to pull her in and integrate her into the empire do our own studies or testing or something of that sort it didn't really work so now it's like you're just going to work for us in like some sort of capacity And, like, (laughs) Hmm. does that mean, because that's why, like, to me, like, maybe it seems to me like it almost, like, didn't really work out with what they had intended with her. And that's why they want Omega so bad. But maybe I'm just, like, grasping at straws here.
0: No, I can't. I I, I like that idea. The, The only thing that I could come up with that was even remotely plausible was that there's been some other Kaminoan contingent. That Hemlock has been working for for years because to to ascend to the head of the Imperial Science Division and be running like clone experiments and stuff, it doesn't imply that you just happen to start fucking with
2: cloning, you know, it gives the vibe that you've been around his hand is. Like do we that's a I feel like his hand it's always it's always gloved up or like covered up and he always holds it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's like something went wrong in it like a past experiment, you know, for him. Like maybe he tried to do something to himself, you know, or something like that. Right. Um like, and that's like why the, because
3: like the lizard.
2: That's what I was trying to think. Yeah. Was he just doing cloning his whole the whole time and that's what got him to climb the ranks? Um not Yeah, Kirk. who who know, like Kurt this? But he, I don't know, Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Simpson. Um, that's my performance for
0: fourteen man. He's crazy. Oh,
2: dude, yeah, he it was. Yeah, he he like dominated the episode for sure. He was in it like he popped up so many times, and he just he does so well with it. And dude, I want so badly for that character to not
0: die in the Bad Batch, so that he, so that Jimmy Simpson can play Hemlock in live action also That'd because jimmy be Simpson nice. is a fucking incredible actor. Yes, I would love is. I would love to see him perform it in in, uh, in live action as well. Uh cuz he's he's killing the voice. That voice acting is oh. incredible.
3: Uh oh. Where would it, was, it be likely that we would see him in live action like Mando oh, or something or Probably or Andor. Andor? Andor, or? Andor would make a, mm. the most sense to me because
0: it kind of feels like uh you know it feels like pershing's kind of the successor to hemlock in some way as far as taking over his studies but not approaching them the same sort of um kyler you haven't watched game of thrones but i know that joe has this the sort of kyburn vibe that hemlock has mm-hmm. the he yeah, i yeah. got kicked out of the academy for the fucking horrifying experiments i was performing on people like perfect he you're gives, hired yeah exactly he gives those vibes big time um Kind of like that. Kind of like that scientist from Andor that develops the tech to was it Gorsch, Doctor Gorsch, the Gorsch method or something like that. The oh yeah, torturous the, screams. Oh. Yeah, so like I feel like Hemlock and that guy would be boys. They'd be down. They, you know, oh, they would kick back and grab a couple oh. spachkas. Uh,
2: I just what? I guess the goal of this research now is just to, like, they don't know the secrets that the Kaminoans, like, the, it's a secret. Like, the Kaminoans didn't let anyone else know how they cloned, because they, you know, obviously they make way more money that way. And so they're just trying to get it out of Nala Se. So I guess, like, they don't, the Empire doesn't need Omega, right? It's just that they want the Kaminoan secret and that Nala Se, you know. Yeah, it doesn't
0: so it has anything to do with Omega specifically. Yet, yeah. Like I think, I think uh, Nala say will let something slip. That's like that gives away a reason. I can see being this
3: special. Yeah, and they'll be I like, see this.
0: oh fuck yeah, fuck Nala say. Then let's let's just figure out what to do with with this chick. You know.
3: Oh, I can see that. I like that direction. I don't. I mean, well, I hate it, but I see it. No. Yeah. 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 What if like. That's the secret.
2: That's, she, like, they, or I guess maybe Emery is too, I don't know. But maybe, like, in order to keep clones being born, you need one female to be, like, the mother. You need a mother and a father, you know? But that's the mistake that all scientists have forgotten, is that they're just, like, all trying to clone one person. But, like, actually you need to clone one female first, and then you... Use that clone female to make all the rest of the baby clones or, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's the secret. The big holy fuck is that you have to have, I don't know. Like, that's why they were so protective of Omega and that's why they needed her. That's why she ages slower than everyone else is because they just would need her for a long time. You know, and just to stay there, just to keep her DNA, I don't know. Or whatever it is. But obviously, the Kaminoans know something that the Empire does not, or that no one else knows.
0: Um, and- again i do think it is going to be specifically relevant to um i think omega is going to be specifically special on accident i don't think she's going to have served a purpose for the kaminoans that's kind of like uh mm. i think I I still like the idea that Nala say knows something about Omega that nobody else does, that she just didn't let slip. And then she made her her right hand or her right hand gal to follow around and mentor and stuff so that she could keep a close eye on her. And when she couldn't anymore, because Lama Sue seems to also know whatever's important about Omega, because why else would they keep trying to fucking get her via bounty hunters and stuff? Yeah. Like, and sent her like and, and again, that was the original reason we went with the idea that she's a pure strand cast, and they just want her to be able to continue cloning the Django Fett army at all because she has nothing but one hundred percent pure strand cast DNA. Um But that's like is there an angle where Nala say that's why Nala say is doing it, but Lama Sue or, that's why Lama Su is doing it, but Nala Se has, like, a bigger reason. Like, oh shit, well, that really can't happen because of this. Um, and,
2: whatever. Okay, I see. So, th- it's all... Okay. Whatever the secret is with Omega probably leads to the secret. Maybe it's not Omega is the secret herself, but, like, through Omega will the Empire learn something that allows them... Yeah, de- Okay. And I just... I, we have a long time you know until that happens like a long time and Snoke is still even like fucked up you know like it's still right. going through like experiments even in the sequel era Snoke so like does
0: have on Wikipedia which can can be overwritten mm-hmm. a a birth year oh they say he was born at least at the latest 12 BBY which is still about 8 years after the fall of the Republican rise of the Empire so Snoke would be alive during Andor and Obi-Wan Kenobi and shit like that but would not be alive for Bad Batch yet
2: so yeah they did say that Snoke he saw the rise in the fall yeah they like they always said that but like was it yeah. just but like snoke was palpatine you know and obviously palpatine saw the rise in the fall but like the people who they, say that
0: about him do not know they don't
2: know that he's palpatine so it yeah. is that snoke was actually alive during that okay okay um yeah duh yeah because okay wow okay so, okay, we have a little, we, but we still have time to get there. He's not born, like, we still have, there are a lot of research needs to be done. They need Right, to figure out and a lot. With, yeah. with, like, again, I
0: don't know when that was set into place. Like, if that was set mm. into place pre-Rise of Skywalker, before we knew for sure he was a clone, that could be fucking anything then. You know, like, because of the accelerated aging thing. Like, he, he could be born around the time of the Mandalorian and be seemingly a hundred years old on the surface mm-hmm. come 25 years later, you know, but that's another thing like how, like due to the fact that Snoke is actually a fucking ancient evil Sith Lord who's disguising himself as another guy. It's hard to be able to say exactly how old Snoke actually is, you know, Um, because even if he and- was born in 12 BBY, that would mean he's like, 48, 49 in The Last Jedi. Does that look like... That's like the same age as, like, fucking Din Djarin.
2: You know? Like, no.
0: It's these these guys yeah. are not the same age.
2: Ah, oh, man, the story is just... It's getting so interesting and they're involving the sequels. Like, it's... It, I don't know. its It's really, like... We're talking about the sequels right now, but we're...
0: We're in- well, there's this connection also to Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 3, when Pershing explains that what he was trying to do was combine two different strands of DNA to uh, create, like, the perfect mm. entity. So, like, uh, like the perfect health, it would fix anything if you can sear two different forms of DNA together and... and is there a chance Omega could be the stepping stones to that? Like hem hemlock figures something out because again, like the fact that Pershing wears that fucking Kaminoan sigil implies that he learned from the Kaminoans in some capacity. And if Nala say is the one who teaches them, you know, there, there could be something there.
2: Ooh, maybe Nala say, while they, they get to work in a lab, you know, but they're under, under watch and they can't leave. Maybe she pulls, like, an Iron Man sort of thing and works in secret and, like, you know, in the background. And she clones the Kaminoan people back. She's like, all my people are gone. I guess, well, do we ever see Kaminoans in the sequels and stuff? Uh, they're probably, I don't know. They're I'm probably sorry, actually-
0: I was looking up... Uh, We do not see Cameron Owens in the sequel, but I was looking Mm. up Pershing's Wikipedia to see if there was like a birth date for him to see how that would line up with this. Mm. And there is no birth date, but like his home world, I thought it was extremely funny that it says his home world is an astronomical object. What the
2: fuck does that mean? (laughs) Anything in space that is not man-made, I guess. It would, it would. He was born on an it, – it could be a sun, a planet, an asteroid, a comet, a meteor, an a astronomical
0: moon. object. It also could just be a really, really big thing that humans did make. What <laughs> if he was born on the Death Star, just like a- – and he's actually, like, 12?
2: <laughs> Damn. Is he I, – I guess there's, like – love- is he dead? Is he brain dead? Is he mindwashed? Like some, the, I've been seeing so many things on him where it's like he's either brainwashed and going to work for the empire, but like, and then other people are like, "Oh no, he's dead! Like he can't even function anymore." So that,
0: like, I I take it as that that thing fried his brain. Fried like because like, it can go that high. Like you you guys have seen Stranger Things, right? Yeah. You know the, what they did to Eleven's birth mom? Ah, uh, like sunflower rainbow
2: that's gonna be pershing yeah, yeah. he's gonna be yeah
0: okay. he's gonna be sitting in a chair just rocking back and forth repeating the same phrase over and over probably like something along the lines of trap cane gideon trap cane
2: <laughs> oh man but yeah i don't know nala, what is what does nala say no what does she know about omega and why why is it what would be the big what's the purpose of omega having a sister you know, like, for the story, I guess. Um.
0: Hmm. I think the reason she's, like, presented a dire loyalty to the Bad Batch is they're her brothers, you know? Like, that's that's why she wanted to be with, like, she wanted to roll with them, she wanted to be with them, hmm. is because they, they are her brothers, and she looks at them as her brothers. So, like, I think it's to provide a little bit of, like, a, come on, like, help us sort of thing with her sisters. like it would make her easy, more easily susceptible to the ideas of an entity like this however i think the point is going to be that the bad batch has made her so good that she will be incorruptible at the hands of uh at the hands of this imperial entity however she's also a child that's a very young person and while she has a lot of agency and she's spent a lot of time with mm. good people around, surrounded by the Bad Batch, you know, the Empire is pretty fucked up. They can figure a lot of shit out. So, like, you know, who knows? Who knows mm. what happens to Omega? Wow. I
3: don't.
2: I see. I guess let's just think of the state where we're at. We got Crosshair Omega. Captured, in Mount Tantis. and I'll say, is there. Uh, that's okay. And then we just have yeah, I, I guess Hunter and Echo and Wrecker. They're probably like they're probably going to go to Rex and be like, "Yo, we need to get all the help you know we can get." We need to. I, I guess their main objective is just finding where they're even at in the first place, right? Like that's going to be the biggest thing because why even ask for help? You know, if they ask for help, it's like, well, what do you want me? To, you know, where, when do we oh, do they it? Could ask do for we... help,
0: as far as like, because a... how... there is a connection there. They've been saving clones who were being taken there. Ryo Chuchi in episode fourteen's like, we have to find out where that shipment was going. Where you, where you guys, where that ship was going. Where you guys were going. So like, they aren't the only ones who are looking. Ryo Chuchi is also in a senatorial position much deeper embedded within the empire who is actively searching for where this place is too which is going to be hugely helpful i'm assuming i think ryo chuchi is going to be a big part in trying to get omega back and finding mount Tantis. um which i really really appreciate because i fucking love ryo chuchi that little scene with her and echo where uh you know she says to him like uh be careful echo and she puts her she puts her hand on his shoulder and he's like, "Yeah, i got this. I don't know. I just thought it was really cute I think mm. that uh, i i like I liked that mm. it was a nice little moment
2: there were I don't know there were nice just really- like wrecker is coming into like his own like i guess my line for um which episode I want to make sure I get the episode right yeah, it's uh episode fifteen um whenever they're like, well, we're going to need to make this precise, you know, we only get 30 seconds before the sensor turns back on. Um, and Texos. So we, 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 we will have to be precise. And then right when he says that everyone turns around, looks at Wrecker like uh, all at the same time. And he just goes, Oh, you know, it's just, I don't know. I love those, the cute little moments they have, like, I All of them looking back at him at
0: the same time was fucking adorable. (laughs) I love that.
1: Oh,
2: god so i I chose that for my line because i couldn't i don't know a a whole scene that's not really a scene you know it's just preparing to hop up there um no yeah
0: i think that would that clear out the favorites for 14 do we have all of them or kyler have you presented a character and
3: performance um i don't think i've done character performance um yeah i'm going omega for 14 no no omega 14 for the character and <sighs> yeah let's just go with uh her her voice actress i know the name it's i so just... long. Yeah, i'm horrible with the names i forget them every week it's no, like you're all, just you're deja vu i'm going to go with her i just I have to give it to her for 14 because I'm going to go a different route in either one of 15 or 16. I haven't made my mind up yet, so I just want to make sure I give her the flowers. Plus, like Joe talked about with the flying scene earlier, it was just such a standout moment. And now, after knowing what happens, like, oh, 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 my, oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I'm going to have to cherish that. The last Um, nice little moment. At least she
2: learned the tech turn while she could from the man He's still himself, alive in some know. way
0: i hope she starts wearing his goggles
2: oh my god uh, fucking Amory has red goggles now omega has to have her own yes and she's gonna need them for research she's gonna realize that they're so helpful and maybe do the little visor thing herself she's gonna oh
0: dude no. no what i'm fully preparing for omega's outliving all of them right um <laughs> Yeah. preparing for Omega with the tech goggles, the hunter headband, tattooing a crosshair over her eye, fucking like just g- going nuts with it, you know, and those are the only ones that she can really do without permanently disforming herself for like Wrecker, or, uh, Echo. Uh she'd have to like scar half her face and
2: Oh no, we just haven't seen her grow yet. She just hasn't hit puberty, but when she hits puberty, she grows like Wrecker. She just actually oh, she's becomes jacked. Yeah, she's huge. Yeah, so she she'll just develop Wrecker naturally. Yeah, there you uh, go. There you go.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, Echo, that's gonna be a tough one. Uh, don't think don't think you can do a lot to replicate Echo without being tortured continuously and taken apart and putting back together.
2: Well, luckily in this case, he's not a true member of the Bad Batch and an honorary member. There so, like, know. it wouldn't be an actual mutation. He wasn't point. born no. a Bad Batch. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so so wouldn't – so it's all good. Uh, maybe, I guess, foreshadowing of what she eventually becomes. I don't know. A lot of people start to <laughs> get their hands chopped off, though. So maybe she just has, you know, a robotic hand. And then when she does, she's like, well – Echo had that and it was really useful, so might as well, you know. Maybe a little switcheroo thing going on. Oh, she off, actually like, gets Rangers Echo's and it is his? Like, oh, uh, uh,
0: no. Uh, no. No. Maybe it's There's just no like crew. Echo's armor or something. I don't know. There could be, there mm. could
2: be something there. Mm. But I like, I don't know. I hope this show goes on for quite a while. I hope we get just maybe each season one batch member dies, you know, I don't want that to happen, but then it would, it would let it go for a while.
0: Um, I have a theory, at least for the story they're telling right now, whatever next season will be the last season of this, this arc of trying to get crosshair back and trying to, trying to get him back on the batch. And, making sure everybody's okay and stuff because it seems like the goal of this show is to settle down now. Like, find finally find a spot mm-hmm. where we can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think they can get that done in a, in another season, given how close we get in this one. It was the Empire Strikes Back of the Bad Batch season trilogy. You know, like it's, we're ending on a low note. Wow, we really got our ass beaten that one. Mm-hmm. God damn. But we're just over halfway there. Everything ends up wrapping itself up in that third movie. Everything will wrap itself up in this third season. I think. And beyond that, maybe they, uh, I could see them continuing the show in some capacity, but it would have to be a whole new story, uh, like as far as like, uh, the direction of it. Cause I don't know how much longer we can do the crosshair, getting him back on our side and trying to achieve peace. Like that's that those seem like the goals. If you do that for more than another season.
2: Wow. That's true. We did say that like, oh, this season it's either Crosshair is dying or like making a sacrifice play whenever like or something or like he rejoins the group somehow. And with
0: Tech dead, 100% Crosshair doesn't die. For my money.
2: Hmm. Now, yeah, it's going to be a while before yeah. they kill someone else right it's probably another season finale if they do it i don't know least, or like yeah. midway like
0: i i have the feeling that none of the i don't i don't think another one of them will die i think that was that was it now the stakes are that high any of them could die
3: but they won't you know I think all of them go to like old age it's still a kid's show like you can't kill that many of like a core group of characters like you just can't like Now, am I happy that Tech was the one that had to fall on the sword? Fuck, no, I'm not. But I also don't really know if there's anyone you would want to die. It's just one of those things where, like, Colton kind of nailed it. Like, the stakes have been, like, yeah, they show they mean business. They have killed a character. Like, now it's, like... Probably get really close to losing someone, and maybe they pull the trope like Samuel L. Jackson style Civil War, or not Civil War, uh, Winter, Soldier, Winter Soldier, or fucking Don Cheadle style, where it's like, oh my god, we're gonna lose somebody, and then it's like, ah, that, that, just kidding. Just not kidding. quite,
0: not <laughs> quite like they'll be fine in some capacity.
3: But at least now, like someone has been lost, so the threat is always there, and anytime something happens, you're gonna be like, oh my god, is it really?
0: Yeah, and you know, there's uh, you look back at Rebels. Um lost one character there. We lost Kanan in that. Um you look back at Clone Wars and of that like core group of clones, I'm pretty sure Jesse and Fives were the ones that that bit mm. the dust and stuff, and it's like you know, there could be a couple more characters, but there were so many characters in the Clone Wars that you could afford losing a couple of them. Uh this one, there's that's, five there's six of them squad. that you're like
2: that's, Yeah, that's it. That's the squad. It's it's the little it's the bad batch. It's just mm-hmm.
0: them. It's just, There's got to be enough to still be a batch, you know. It can't just be three of them.
2: Can't I be know. a gaggle. Yeah, a, a a
0: a few, if you will.
1: Man, but,
0: the bad, the bad few. Have we even mentioned yeah. Saw yet? We've not. We have not. Uh, my boy, my boy, fucked up. I can't. I, I can't lie. The one uh, time
3: he that we really were reached, ever gonna he say, really reached for some shit there. Um, Colton
2: actually texted me the words, fuck Saul Guerrero. That doesn't happen every day. Like, that's insane. But, like, in this case, I mean, he's kind of responsible. He cost Tech tech his life. Yeah.
0: And before he did so, he inadvertently told him it was worth it to do such a thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he said, like, what, you expect me to sacrifice this mission for For, for people's lives? Are you fucking kidding me? I am trying to fight an empire here. Mm. Um, like, it, yeah, for a few prisoners' lives, yeah, that is what I'm asking you to sacrifice. Um, the information, like, okay.
2: though, that's, that's where it's really, you know, where Tech really says. He says, if you destroy the space, you lose all chance of any information that you could have gained here and and even if you do succeed in kill these ranking of, top ranking officials someone will fill their place just the same i'm uh, just and- a, 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 straight up as a revolutionary idealist
0: i'm hoping this is a learning experience for saw it does not make sense if you're trying to build a force to fight imperials some of the top, if you are a true revolutionary idealist one of your platforms should probably be liberation and getting people out from under the boot of the of the empire not just taking down the empire no matter who's at the cost of you want to you want to rally people to your side and who better than those who have been directly wronged by the empire the clones doesn't make a lot of sense tactically or in any capacity he was that's a spot where you are presented a better option than the one you have at this very moment. And you go, you know what? That's a good fucking point. Let's do that.
2: He is young. He's He's young. The thing that makes
0: the thing that I love about him, that he always, you know, he's, I am the, I am the only one with, with strength of purpose. Fucking saw Like he thinks, he thinks he's right no matter what. And that's Mm. while it makes him a fun character to watch and follow it makes him a bit difficult to watch and follow
3: at times as well makes him a horrible horrible person to encounter in this exact scenario
0: this in this exact scenario it would be rough In this you happen to get in the middle of one of his missions Mm. when you were not a part of the plan
2: you are collateral at that point
0: like if if
3: sacrificial
2: lamb some would say
0: Mm -hmm.
2: one might Whenever Saw popped up and had that little convo with Tekken Hunter, that was my favorite scene of it. It was also my
0: favorite scene. Uh, Saw it's I in... mean
2: like if Saw Guerrera is in a Star yeah, yeah. Wars thing, Come on. it's going yeah. to be one of
0: my favorite things of that episode at that minimum. Mm. Um
3: Yeah. He yeah, also
0: was... delivered my favorite line. Saw did? Yes indeed. Okay. Uh Saw did.
2: Saw <laughs> did. I didn't even realize I did that. Wow. Yeah.
0: Things happen. No, let's see. I thought, I thought he did. Yeah. I told you on Honduran, you had a choice to make. Looks like you've made it. Like he's like, ah, I see you. You're not with the empire. You fucking him up too. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, and then obviously things take a turn, but at first it was nice and friendly. And I was like, yeah,
1: saw, woo, my
0: guy. And I was like, well, this isn't going to go good though, because I also (laughs) know who saw was. And I was like, ah, well, things are going to go wrong. Yeah. The shit this man did on Inusagi. Only second to accidentally killing Tech.
2: That's, That's a book thing.
0: He. Uh, I was going to
2: say, I, I got Massacred, I
0: go massacred a room full of wealthy people that were Imperial loyalists with, like, you know the things Green Goblin uses to, like, slice up uh, Spider-Man? Like, he throws the bombs at him, and they, like, open, Do the little open up, and they're, like, yeah. giant blades. He did that to, like, a room full of
2: people. <laughs> Just... Because they were they were Imperials, loyalists yeah. to the... Yeah. Straight up, he's like, all right, we gotta kill you.
1: Yeah.
0: I'll do it in Jin this saw way. saw that was like, I don't know if I'm 100% on board with this guy's tactics. You know, <laughs> that seems a little extreme.
1: Damn.
2: Well, I mean, at Still, least he's not on the side of I've the Empire. Done. Yeah, yeah, this sucks. This does hurt. And
0: Damn. it doesn't even pay off, bro. It doesn't even pay off.
2: Yeah, Tarkin and all of them just sit there like, hmm, what just happened? Oh, explosion below us? Cool. Well, okay, we can still do whatever. Let's go back to the meeting. What's up, boys? How are we going to kill all the other people today? You know, like, (laughs) they just went back to business as usual. Like, what the fuck? Come on, Saw. Director Krennic, how is
0: Project Stardust?
2: That was nice. That was nice to hear. You know, like, hearing Tarkin's voice just is awesome, and then you have, like, Jimmy Simpson just... Every time he speaks, I'm just like, oh, my God. Thank you for being on the show. Um, yeah, I almost, like, wanted to give him a performance nod for these last two episodes. we like, come on. Yeah, right. Um, it's I either, actually oh, went
0: with Michelle Hong.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's either – it's someone from the batch, you know. It, it like, because – and I went with uh, D. Bradley Baker um, for both, um, and I chose Hunter – for the first and then tech for the, for the last episode. Um, and, and really it's, it's for D. Bradley Baker just in general because holy shit, did he have to go through every character's emotions? Like, I don't know that it's, it, he's talking to himself. You know, he's like Seth McFarlane on Family Guy, but like for here, you know, he's like having a conversation with himself that's emotional and makes me cry. And it's like, ah, D. Bradley Baker, you're just, you're too good at what you do. That man's um, the shit.
0: Yeah, no. So. And that's the, that's the logical choice, I think. I think that's the, uh, that's the smart one. That's the, just all around the performances this man gives week after week. If we're doing season favorites, Dee Bradley Baker has to be your favorite voice actor on this show, just because he is almost every character on the show. Uh, that's, yeah. it's just too <laughs> strong. But I did go Michelle Ong, uh, as Omega simply because uh, in the, in the second to last one, I just, I've just always liked Omega's voice acting. I've always thought that was very, uh, it was very solid, but, uh, it was, it was the second one that really did it. Uh, when Tech goes down and she's like, no, we have to get down there. It's just, dude, heartbreaking. That's, that's, you know, I'm already tearing up because Tech is taking the dive. He's, it's plan 99. The way the music drops out. The way he just aims up and like there's this little moment where like Omega has this look of horror on her face. The music drops out. It cuts to tech and he's got his like head down. All you see is his visor and all you hear is (sighs) he lets out like a sigh and you're like, oh,
2: fuck. That's when you're like, oh, something's something's really about to happen, huh? It's actually Uh happening. And then when Wrecker says. Tech, don't you do it. Yeah. You know, and
0: when plan... We followed orders? That's the line. That's the easy line, bro. That's
3: my line. Yeah. I think it's I the line... The only,
2: the only reason I had something else is because I was trying to spread the love, but, like, how can I not go with Tech's final line, you know? Yeah, man. Like, the only reason I put this one on here is because I wanted to mention it so I wouldn't forget it. But it's whenever... It's later, whenever... Wrecker's already been captured by Hemlock... And Wrecker is, is now being, you know, taken in, um, and he's captured. Omega hasn't shown herself yet, so, you know, Hemlock's still looking for her, and Hunter's like, yeah, you're you're never going to get her. He's, uh, he says, she's long gone. Like I said, Omega's not going anywhere with you. Like, it was just such a paternal, like per- like, I don't know, he said it with such, like, it was emphatic. I'm, I'm okay with being captured. I know what's about to happen to me. I know I'm about to get tortured out the ass, but I don't care because she's long gone, you know, yeah. sort of thing. And I just Um That's why I don't know. Hunter that's Hunter like did pretty well, like in, in this season. He was like the main character in the you know, obviously and we've always been like we need more of these other characters. Um so I think we've kind of like just let the other characters get their flowers, you know, and, and they have, but Hunter, like, has still remained the constant that he is. Like, he's just, I don't know. Um, that man's the shit. I love yeah, Hunter
0: with all my fucking heart.
2: Mm. But man, since when have we ever, or since when have we followed orders? Like, that's your last line, and And then now, like.
3: I'm, um, I think yeah that's my line i'm gonna go performance wise i want to give it to d bradley baker because there was some emotion in some of the lines and i know we typically dumb it to like one character that he portrayed but like i look back at the episode and like there was moments where each character spoke with such like just brutal like emotion and expression And it's like I said, like, I can always appreciate that so much more in animation because it's like, there is zero physical acting being done. You have to portray something that someone has drawn and you have to portray it in a voice to make me believe it. And like, that just will always hit so hard. And like Hunter talking to Omega, Wrecker when he's talking to Sid, talking about like, what did you do? And, you know, like the moment that somebody mentioned or Joe mentioned on the like Mm -hmm. little card or whatever, when like he knew he was about to do it and tech, those like emotion packed lines he had, like it's just, you know, you could get everything you needed out of every moment. The urgency when they're trying to make the plan and execute the just emotion with tech and the rest of them when they know what's about to happen and what he's going to have to do. The aftermath of that, the emotion, just, like, everything about it, D. Bradley Baker absolutely knocked it out of the park. I got to give it to him for, like, everyone. I I agree. And, like, there's
0: this point whenever, before Tech has fallen, and they're all on the line, they're all in danger. And, like, you don't, you know something bad's going to happen, but you don't know what specifically, because in the back of your head, you're like, they don't all die. They can't all die but there's something there that like you're still on the edge of your fucking seat whenever they're stuck in the middle of nowhere they can't move they can't hide and they call in air support and there are three ships coming and hunter goes there's three ships coming and omega's like well i can't see them and then like they're fucked the music again drops out Mm -hmm. they start they start firing and like there's that part where hunter this was this would have been my favorite performance from d bradley baker in the episode tech hasn't fallen or anything yet. And Hunter goes tech, we need power. He's like, he's mm. like, we are fucked. Like <laughs> we are going to die. If something doesn't change right this second. And like, it was that moment that made me go, Oh, there's something wrong. Like something bad is going to happen. And it was because of that delivery, the framing, everything that happened in that moment was like, I don't know what, what, what bad is about to happen but i know it will and i'm not going to be happy with it and when you can set a tone like that and then immediately after whenever they they start zooming and they're like i can't get it to stop and he's like i don't know it's fried like they're they're panicking
2: like it's slipping off the track and you're like oh my god it's about to fall like they're about like holy yeah you're like they, they are panicking. They don't know what's
0: happening. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. And it's, it's all the scarier because of that, you know, like, uh, the, the way that, uh, and then f- m- paralleling Omega having this like hazy experience where she keeps falling asleep and waking up and falling asleep and waking up, kind of paralleling Hunter from season one when he got shot by Cad Bane and they had to get him out of there. I don't know if you remember that, but that was exactly what they showed us from Hunter's perspective. And, uh, mm. That's like, that's just such a, it's such a cool tactic, man. It looks so good every time. Just like that whole sequence was fucking brilliant in this episode.
2: I mean, they, that's the thing is that with another show that I'll gripe about in another day, another episode, which I, which I truly still love is the thing. It's just, I can't get over one thing. They are having like, they don't exposition the ass out of the show. They just, joe they just do the things i don't know like they're not saying what they're doing we're just seeing what's happening and i'm feeling it 10 times more like there's also just, something
0: to be said the other you know mandalorian mm-hmm. i would say compared to this like there hasn't been a moment this season that made me feel the way that that moment in this episode did and i know it's a. Uh, It's a finale. Something bad is happening. But even after the bad thing happened, I'm still there. I'm still riveted. Something else bad could happen. And there's no stakes right now in The Mandalorian. And I'm okay with that. It makes every episode nice and easy, nice and fun. But there's got to be something that makes me go, Oh no, my favorites might be fucked.
2: Yeah. Like I literally was watching the Mando episode and I kind of thought um, while Den's flying around in the N one he has Grogu sitting right in front of him. And that's just the sh- the show's way of sitting... oh I'm going. That's oh maybe no. I think now we're back. Now your video's going. No, this is this is all sorts of fucked. Okay, there. Yes. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Three. Two. One. But uh? More almost. I'm assuming he's switching Wi-Fi's. He's going to come back. And he's, and he, oh. Man.
0: That was hmm. a... Yes. I doubt you heard hardly
2: any of that then, huh? Yeah, no. Um. I think okay. we were... Let's see. What was the last thing that we were... The stakes we're, I mean, is what I was yeah, talking about. Yeah, zero stakes, Ooh. and that was basically where it, where it stopped. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I was, ju- I was just commenting on how there's just no... Like, in The Mandalorian right now, there's no entity that makes me feel threatened. And I know it's the end of the season in The Bad mm. Batch. The stakes are naturally higher. Something big is going to happen. It's the end of the season. And this show's tone leads you to believe that. You know, like, there's something... Something's gonna okay. happen. You don't know what. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, in it's... The... Just... Mandalorian, they have the biggest plot armor device... At Grogu, like if Grogu is with anyone, you know, for a fact that they're good, you know, like Din literally, Okay, like whenever Din is in the N1 piloting Grogu sitting right there in front of him, that's like literal plot armor that N1 cannot blow up. You know it can't. Din is completely safe, and he's wearing the plot armor like right on him. You know, it's like I don't know. It's just they. Din's got Beskar, and then he's got Grogu, and then Grogu's got Beskar chainmail, and then another layer of Beskar. So like they're just showing you like the layers of plot armor that these characters got. You know, and it's there's yeah there is there's a difference. I don't know. There's there's two two different sides. Is when there is no stakes, I can just have a fun time and a blast. Just Seeing what these characters can do, because Din's right. turning into a badass in his own right, Grogu is as well, like Bo-Katan is, so like everything's going well, and it's cool, but I just don't have that emotional stake in the show. The Bad Batch? I was a mess when Tech, like, I ugly cried this today, because of Tech. No, I have not ugly cried because of The Mandalorian yet, you know?
0: No, like, yeah, and I, I, I have, I think, uh, Not in season three. Yeah, by Mm -hmm. any means.
2: I, uh. Oh, I ugly cry. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I cannot say that that is true for seasons one or two because I did ugly cry.
0: Yeah. No, that fucked me up. And those seasons had particularly, they had stakes. You know, there was something that seemed insurmountable. The, the moment when those three ships come in for air support against the bad batch stranded in the middle of nowhere that was the dark troopers banging on the door. Like they're fucked the way Moff Gideon's like, you know, yeah, when they get through this door, you will die. Mm. I will. Yeah. And I will have the child like you're fucked. There is no way out of that. And right now we always like, we always, there was an allusion to the fact that the dark troopers existed a few episodes earlier. There was all this and the Mandalorian. I don't even know who would be the problem in the last couple episodes besides Imperials in general. And I don't know what stake they would have. It would just be that they're the Empire and that they want to get rid of the Mandalorians who wronged them. You know, like, that's that's all it would be. Mm. And so, like, it's, it's just a different thing. With this, it's like, everything is so personal. Everything is like, they are trying to get Omega. They are hunting the Bad Batch. Mm. They don't, like... They are at risk, specifically. Yeah. And the other layer, the clones in general are at risk.
2: Yeah, they so can't just like, go uh, anywhere. Yeah, it's, oh, I don't know. It, this, the show, I I always watch Mando first, and then I watch The Bad Batch. And every week so far, I've been, wow, I have, I was more into that 20-minute, 30-minute Bad Batch episode and I was for however many millions they spent on this ep, you know, like, I don't know. It's just it. it I'm not. I am,
0: finally, I am excited mm. next week to discuss mm. episode five of the yeah. Mandalorian, because yeah. for the first time this season, I'm super I'm super excited about where yeah. the show might actually be heading. Mm-hmm. Um, but previously, I've been like, what are we doing? Where are we going? Who's who's what what's where and I understand that the story has to unfold as it will unfold and all that et cetera et cetera. It's just it's taking a little bit of time to get there. And if they're setting up a few seasons, a couple seasons, that's cool. If all that setup was for the next four episodes, I'll be kind of like, wow, that was an awful lot of setup, you know?
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They've regardless. always seemed to do it, so I'll trust them. And yeah. uh, but hey, this show is complete, and we can talk about. It's seasoned and whole, and I do know that it was fucking amazing,
3: Mm. and
2: we were talking off mic about kind of like a scale you have on one end, Andor, and on the other end, Mando. Where does the Bad Batch slide in there? And I said, and that's not to imply that
0: yeah. Mandalorian is the worst show. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. The, the, yeah. No, that's not what
2: that's meant to imply.
0: It's just if it there is, is a scale from Andor to Mando.
2: I am implying that Andor is better than the Mandalorian. And by 1000%. A good, and by a good amount at that. So, like, there is a sizable gap. Even if they are 1 and 2, there is a sizable gap. Yeah, very sizable. So where does the Bad Batch fall in there? I guess this season, specifically. And I think... I think it's closer to Andor. I don't I think it's like not halfway. Like I think it's actually closer to Andor than it than it is closer to the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like it is the craft, like it is actually well thought out. Like I don't know the story like every episode I'm even held in. The only times that at the end of an episode, I wasn't a wreck or a mess or either, holy shit, that just happened, was whenever it was a two-episode arc where they released them back-to-back because they knew they would be released back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like, the episode 15, like, at the end of the car, they're like, oh, this is bad, and then they just, we got right back into it, you know? So it was, like, right. basically a one big episode. Um But, um I don't know, it's just, the pacing of this show was done so, like, it's it's so much nicer when you can have 16 episodes to sit with your characters. Like, we have double the amount of episodes that we're getting from Mando, and we have, I, I'd say more than double the emotional stake into the sh- like, more than double the emotional stake. Um, I care about Grogu and Mando because they're Star Wars and Grogu's cute as fuck, and I, I don't want him to die, obviously, but, like, I know... Way more cute little quirks of the Bad Batch. You know, I know, like, their personalities better. Um Din is just kind of... We don't really have a lot to Din yet, you know? He's pretty one-dimensional. It's just protect Grogu right now. Mm. It's about it, you know? And it's like... Or be proud of him and show him new moves. Or, like, it's just... It's... I don't know. That's... There's no other arc... I don't know. It's just...
3: Here, okay, interesting parallel I kind of want to make as like we've kind of moved into like a little bit more of a concrete idea of where this season at least is with Grogu and Din and the company. Um, is like one thing that I think lends so well for the bad batch. And not only is just like, I think animation as the medium helps so much in this regard too. Because it just gives it such a deeper sense of like heart innocence almost um I don't know if that quite clicks, but it just it just it does like with me personally, but also, I think like Omega having multiple different role models who are so impactful in such drastically different like ways, if that kind of makes sense, I mean there's such different personalities, such different like teaching points that they're all going to kind of emphasize and stuff that it. It just translates and gives each character such like ready-made, easy, like, it, it's honestly as simple as this, is like, every single time you see a character on screen with Omega, it feels like a softball question, as you like, as they call it, you know, where like, it's just tailor-made to get knocked out of the park. Like, you know what I mean? It just always resonates and it always clicks because like, these characters are approaching her and dealing with her and, and helping her in such a drastically different way. Whereas like, that's one thing that this season of Mandalorian has kind of opened the door to, is that, like, and I guess they've kind of done this in the Bo- Book of Boba, where, like, Luke and stuff, but it just still felt very, like, I don't know, like, it just didn't quite, like, click the same, I guess, you know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah, Like, So, I'm, I'm interested to see the parallel with, like, this season, like, Bo-Katan's kind of taking a little bit more hands-on of a role with Grogu in a sort of sense, um uh you know the armor had a little moment which for better or worse like definitely had an impact on grogu so i'm not saying that they should just carbon copy it i guess i'm just more so like connecting dots between like i just think that like the bad batch like even when mando is doing something bad batch-esque like bad batch just feels so organic and earned and deserved Whereas, like, I don't know if I buy that the armorer should be, like, having this huge, massive teaching moment with Grogu right now. No. Yeah, like... no,
0: 100%. There's also the fact that uh, we might be finally getting to the point where I love my little boy. I love my little guy. I love Grogu. But we might be experiencing, you know, how, just how long we can handle the person we're protecting. Mm. I think, you know, we. you talked about how Din's one-dimensional doesn't doesn't get more one-dimensional than a baby. You're right. You know? Like, yeah. and it's not his fault. Well, yeah.
2: that's, that's why the Bad Batch works so well, is Omega is a sponge, and we're experiencing things through her eyes, mm-hmm. and we see the lessons that she learns, and then she, we actually see her utilize the lessons that she learns. Grogu, we, we, we are getting that, you know? I think they should focus on it a whole lot more. Like, I think it, I think that's just why the story works better. It is a child experiencing things for the first time. It's a learning experience every episode, and sometimes even in the episode that you see that learning, you know, be used. Um, With Omega, it's so easy to see, like, all the inspiration from the Batch and, like, what they give him, what they give her. Like, Wrecker teaches her to, like, remain a kid and still have fun and, and, you know, eat a lot of food. I don't know, just have fun in life. Like, that's what Wrecker reminds her of. Tech. Gives her all the technical knowledge and makes sure she keeps up on her studies and teaches her the tech turn, you know, like everything that's you know very. How have you
0: been continuing your yeah. training?
2: As promised, that was an adorable moment too. Where you think 14. she gets? Where you think she gets that dead ass accuracy from with that bow? I mean, Crosshair hasn't really taught her much. hasn't really had a lot of moments with Omega, but you know, I guess Crosshair, Crosshair m- might have taught her to to sh- to shoot a little. Hunter literally, kind of Omega's dad. Um, and teaches her everything else in between. Um, and how to do, like, I don't know. It's, it's amazing. It, it's just, it works every episode, no matter what situation they're in. Um, and I don't know. If you still hate Omega, like, I don't know. Like, that, like, I can't believe that people are staying away from this show because Omega is annoying. And, like, that's just, I don't. Well, I feel like you, you're not watching the show. The show. Sure. Yeah, like I, I feel like you're actually not watching the show, and you're just saying that because you don't want to watch it. and You're like, oh, well, here's a reason. The kid's annoying. I don't like the kid. Or it's a, you know, like I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, but she's the best character in no, the show. It's just if there is a young, young girl
0: or young child, as we learned with Jake Lloyd, as anakin skywalker they're going to be fans who absolutely fucking hate children for some reason in a franchise that is for children um i don't know man maybe you should just recognize what you like you do like children's things and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that you just need to accept a little bit more that like the the stuff isn't always tailor-made for adults that grew up on it um Mm -hmm. Some of it is to usher in another era of fandom. And that's what the Bad Batch is doing right now. If there are kids who did they, and they're growing up watching the Bad Batch, they don't miss the Clone Wars at all. People who watched the Clone Wars, who grew up on the Clone Wars, can roll right into the Bad Batch, and they should feel good about it. It's it's scratching every itch the Clone Wars would have if it was a straight-up narrative like just just a linear story instead of an anthology like it is i think it's doing everything it's perfectly mixing rebels and the clone wars as far as art style and storytelling it's the perfect it's the perfect happy medium you know and i still think that like the bad Batch has a little ways to go for it to overtake the top one spot as my favorite star wars animation rebels is damn good but uh it's on its way especially after this especially after the end of this season um, it's, it's, it's already been my two, but now it's, it's even more firmly my two.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely there. I, I put it above Clone Wars just for how can like seasons one and two are both incredible and they, they're like incredible in their own right. It, it, see, Clone Wars, you, you gotta, it's just a lot, you know, it, it is like anthology. It's just a different kind of show, you know, you're not getting a linear story. So it is really different. Um, but you're totally right with, like, it's the happy medium. You're getting to go around the whole... The found family like, yeah. Every, travel oh, with, with each other, live on a ship type shit. Yeah, it's perfect. And it just... I I really hope we get, you know, many of seasons of this or whatever happens, you know, with, with the batch. I, I just need more. I need more of them. Um, I, I, well, the I don't batch, know. Man. You think we see, shit. like, Omega, like... I mean, I guess we see Emery that old. I'm assuming we see Omega get that old. I don't know. Like, do we stick with Omega at this age? Like, how long do we stay
0: just at least, continuously? At least another season. Because, if, if, like like I said, yeah. the story they're telling with the seasons one mm. and two has not been fulfilled. Yeah. And until Crosshair, that though. is, Omega will be a child. We could take yeah. a jump forward after this story is fulfilled. After Crosshair is brought back into the fold. After mm. everything with Omega. As far as the whole... Kamen Owens wanting to hold on to her for some reason. As soon as that gets resolved, like then we can take a time jump. Then I'd be comfortable with that. Uh, mm-hmm. But okay. like if we were to kick off next season and Omega's like, she's eighteen now, she's not twelve. Like I'd be like, nope,
2: nope, yeah, nope, that'd fuck be weird. No. Okay, I kind of want to get in just uh our predictions, just in case we are right. We haven't we haven't typed any predictions in a while but i think um just tech being used somehow by himlock um his body or his dna somehow being used to convince omega and Nala say to do some science work i see happening um and whether they that's trying to actually bring him back and all of his memories and stuff i don't know i don't want to say that you know he's coming back um but i think that that's I think Hemlock, it, it the goggles weren't the only thing recovered, I guess, is the only thing I'm saying is, you know, for sure. Hemlock's lying about what he recovered at the scene. Um, and I guess no, I it, just... I'm with you there. I'm lost on Amir, like, on the sister situation. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. Like, of... Because if I don't know. I guess I'm just going in circles with it because we just have we have no clue where she comes from, why they were made, what their purpose was, you know, and maybe that's the whole secret in itself is why they were made or how they were made. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait really to see what this sister situation is about, because like Omega is she was born at the same time as the Bad Batch is she considered like actually a mem like one of clone force 99 or no like she's she's separate from clone force 99 right
0: we think like that's our thing that like everything we've ever speculated about like uh oh does she have an enhancement oh what it like we've speculated that she was part of the batch because of an enhancement of some sort but that's never been confirmed you know like we've uh She's been confirmed to be older than the Bad Batch, actually, not born at the same time. Uh, okay. So it's like – I I I don't know. Like I don't know what to think about uh, what they could Hood. possibly be doing there.
2: And what's – her sister's – I already forgot it. Emery. <laughs> Emery. Is Emery born – is she, I mean, she looks older, obviously, but Omega ages that. slower. So, like, w- were they born at the same time, actually,
0: you know? Like, yeah, there's there's no telling, man. You know, like, is, uh, is Emory some sort of experimental unit where they, uh, they escalated the growth immensely compared to what they did with the, uh, compared to what they did with the clones because at the beginning of attack of the clones it's been 10 years since the commissioning of an army and the clones are supposed to be about 20 you know like they they age twice as fast is there any chance they increase that they they get even get even older and
2: i guess my other my other theory is that somehow narkeena 5 is involved and that's where all the clones are going and they're sending them to you know, s- similar, like maybe it's not Narquina Five actually, but it's just one of the other things that many people were sent to. Like we see in Andor, whenever like you're 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 kind of you go to court and then you're sent to wherever, but mm-hmm. you're like sh- it's like a shipping depot, you know, yeah. and like it goes off into many different branches, and maybe one of the branches is like if you're a clone, you obviously go to the clone prison where you make yeah, whatever, right. and you know, so it's um. In And/or we saw the Death Star being built, and that's what Narqina Five was for. But maybe the Clone Prison is building the Final Order, you know, starting now. You know. Yeah. Sort what of if thing. they're all the yeah. Um,
0: ah. <laughs> and uh, the ac- the acolytes at the end of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's you not know?
2: actually the Sith like. It's not clones. actually Sith, it's just like, hey, we need to look scary, so we just need to start stockpiling clones. We need a big crowd eventually for this fight. I want it to be badass, so I need all you guys to get in these cloaks and start chanting whenever I tell you to. Alright, let's well, I've do always it.
0: just, I've never even considered that to be actually all the Sith, I've always just taken that to be people who are Sith cultists. Like, they, fought, they worship and follow the Sith, and they are Oh.
2: Actually... Oh, I yeah. thought it was just like all the Sith souls, you know. I don't know. I just thought it was just kind of like the embodiment of all the, right? Yeah. Right. Well, no, yeah. I guess you're right. It probably would just be the sick, actual, real followist people. Would he let them on Exegol, though? You think that many people?
0: I I think there's a distinct chance that they just they people already just already They already exist. Like, oh, they just live forever natives? there. Yeah, who are just they just worship they, the they Sith do and they're this. just this is their thing. They worship the Sith. I guess the yeah Sith they them. live for it. oh damn.
2: But that that's the cool thing though, is that like even with Mando and all the gripes I have, whatever, and Bad Batch, they are like contextualizing the sequels in a way that's like only enhancing them. It's only making it better, you know. Um you can say whatever you want about the sequels, whatever, but like it is getting me to think of like I'm I'm cool with Palpatine being here now because it's, it's making all this cool story, you know, like that's the main gripe everyone has with the sequels. Like somehow Palpatine returned. Oh no, boo hoo. You know, like now it's kind of, well, if we don't have Palpatine, we don't have this Omega storyline and we don't have this cloning stuff and we don't have all this cool shit. So it's like
0: storyline.
2: Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's, um, it's enhancing the sequels, you know, and whether, I don't think that's what they're trying to do with Mando or the bad batch, you know, but, it's working so far. Um, Part of
0: it. So, I think it's yeah. I think it's what a lot of the TV shows, like the Clone Wars was meant to enhance the prequel trilogy and it did just that. You know, like, uh, it's okay for these things to exist to better the things around them. They also exist yeah. to tell the story they want to tell, but like, that's uh, just an added little bonus that can come mm. with it. But uh, yeah. do we
2: have any final thoughts on this season of The Bad Batch? Do we... Uh, I guess do we want to give like overall favorites for anything? I don't know. Um because I was trying to think maybe an overall favorite character is interesting. I I think it would probably be Tech just cuz Tech he I mean he shined this season. Like holy fuck, Tech was on one. Obviously because they knew he would be dead at the end of the season, so they made him made him shine. I was actually thinking about Fee. Um you know, she's a sleeper this i don't know like fee is just like as a character just really cool mm-hmm. um you know we we thought that she was just kind of like a pirate that was saying that she was doing the things for good you know that was her facade to make her think that she was doing good things but then we actually learn that that she's taking these things so that the people of the of that culture could have it you know as a refugee and living in you know and i'm like oh my god that's holy shit that's just such a cool little spot of the star wars universe that exists now um, yeah, but no, that, no. That,
0: that is a great character who was introduced. I would, it's... if I was going season-long favorite, I, I,
3: again, going mathematics here. I think I picked Omega like eight out of sixteen times. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, or Let's see. Like that. I'm glad we're talking about this because that was what I was thinking about today. It was Let's I was like, it. I would love to see a comparison to season one favorites of how many times Hunter was picked if we had done it. I, did we do it? I don't. Even we remember. didn't do that in
0: season one. Yeah, this is. A I
3: would be. Up. I would love to see how often Hunter would have came up in season one compared to like this year. I don't know if anyone picked him. Like maybe maybe no, in the first couple episodes. I I think I feel like I'd maybe picked him like episode one or two or nope. some shit like that. No, nope. he wasn't picked at all. Th- that's wild. Yeah, not not no, saying I'm mad no. at it. Like that's just wild. Yeah, and he was still a great one. character.
0: It's not no, like they yeah. let him sit back. And I was so glad that they let him sit back. That was a, that was a major plus on this season of the show. Was allowing uh, Tech and Echo specifically to gain to to actually have a story element this this season. It, it, Mm. made a lot of sense it made me very happy and, uh, and the fact that he was still there he was just a constant it wasn't like he was sidelined he was still in the episodes he was there he was supportive of his team and he even made developments over the course of the season even though he yeah. wasn't that prominent like by the mm. end of the show whenever he's talking to Omega and he's like would you like that is that something you would like he's he's officially done deciding for everybody he is mm. asking Omega what she would like to do and if she says no to that he goes all right then we'll figure he'd be like well then we'll figure something else out mm-hmm. you know like uh that's where he's at now and i love that about hunter's leap in development for the course of this season mm.
2: yeah in all my talk of of fee and she's a sleeper pick i i couldn't i can't give it to anyone other than tech like i it, it wasn't wasn't sitting right on the, on the sheet um but it's either tech or omega this season you know like omega She's yeah. not like it, sa- it. Sounds weird to say, but like she kind of caused a lot of problems. Season one, she was a kid. Right. She caught. She didn't know what she was doing. She caused a lot of problems, and like it was, she well, was the, the reason general that conflict they got in trouble, of the season. You know? Was she was the one being tracked, So, yeah. But this season, she's the one pulling the batch out of the, a lot of the bad situations. Like she's mm-hmm. the one that's kind of coming in clutch most of the times, um, mining all that if Ipsium um if you want to get like, like more specific even more specific yeah. season one i'd probably
0: go hunter season two say we go tech but as the show i think you got like
3: overall right now you got to go omega like seasons one and two the favorite here's what I, I love about omega is mm. that you'll see like like how often do you see in like a cartoon or a show with a child involved where like a child does something that gets like the the rest of the group, or, like, another person, or the group as a whole, like, into a sticky situation. Like, pretty often, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and, it, and a lot of times you feel like the lesson to be learned doesn't always quite resonate, or, like, it's not as prominent in the story as you would think. But I look back at this season, and I think back to, like, the episode where they had to go get the, like, omega wants the gold so desperately like she's trying to get the treasure right because fee is clearly just like imprinted so and i don't even know if Fee had been around at that point am i tripping
0: no she was she was so dire to fulfill the mission that sid had assigned to them she was like it's the mission i have to complete the mission it wasn't necessarily about getting the treasure itself it was about fulfilling the mission so that sid would
3: I just love that. Like any time, like it doesn't feel tropey. It it feels extremely earned. And like, that's why I love it is it's like, it's so pure. Like you look back, like I look back like, hey, my parents told me like in our yard that has a massive ass hill and like landscaping rocks that like drops off 10 feet off the side. If you're not careful, like, hey, don't go running around over there. Be careful. And then I did it and I fucking fell off. So, like, I had to learn that shit, you know? And it just feels very fucking real. And, like, that's not, that's a poor example because I don't be going to look for treasure or nothing cool like Omega. So I'm just, you never dug
0: that. for treasure in your backyard?
3: I mean, bro, I, like, best I could do was, you know, a couple worms or something. I don't know. If, if I can dehydrated dog turd or something. I don't know. Not hey, much you don't going know on what's back, back there. there. You don't know. Could be anything dinosaur but nah man like i just love that like it it feels so much different like it it feels so genuine and pure and like she is like the mistake is made for the right reason whereas like sometimes you're like why would this character ever go put themselves in this situation like that doesn't seem realistic with omega it always seems realistic you know what i mean and -hmm. like that's just something that i think is invaluable to the show and like Colton, you were talking earlier about how, like, people don't like Omega or whatnot. If that's why you're not watching the show, whatever, you know. What I think is so funny to me is it's like, I just know that these people who hate this show because of Omega don't have children. Because it's like, if you had children and they watch this show with you, they would fucking love Omega. And then what would you have to say? What would you have to say? Not shit.
0: So, like. Well, I'm of the mind that if you don't like Omega and that you are passionately hateful towards omega there are a lot of people who are like straight up this fucking ruins it i fucking hate it she sucks you shouldn't have kids you shouldn't be around kids please
2: don't repopulate is not
3: good
0: i don't want i don't want the chance for another one of you to be running around but i also don't want that child to go through having to be raised by you uh that's that more specifically i worry for the child's sake if you if you have a child and you hate omega like uh, I just don't get it. I don't get how that could be a correlate. And I know people are be like, "That's so fucking dumb. She's a fictional character." Yeah, you're fucking dumb. So, uh,
2: exactly, she's a fictional character, and you hate her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a child at that. A child fictional character that you hate. Goddamn okay. idiot! You goddamn oh. idiot! Oh, you're so fucking dumb.
0: Oh, you're all fucking boring. Uh, but uh do we have any last thoughts on the Bad Batch season two?
3: Hmm. Man, that what a season it was! I mean, it's just like you really just feel like it brought the heat the whole season. Like, like like not much like taking just a episode off, you know? Mm. Like that's rare. It's hard to do in television. I just wish like it would get to shine. Yeah, man. These three
1: like I remember
0: at the end of season one, I was like, "God fucking damn it! I'm gonna miss the Bad Batch," and I'm I'm there again. Mm -hmm. I'm there again, you know. Gotta wait a year. It's been three months that we've been watching this show. year and some change. year and a half, probably. (laughs) Um, Mm -mm. Depends on how long they've been grinding on season three, if they have it all. But, uh, man, regardless, I loved this show. I loved this season, and uh, I'm so excited to get more of it. But uh, that concludes coverage of The Bad Batch season two. Rebellion's bloom for the next three weeks is going to go back to being just the Mandalorian. We're going uh next week. We're doing the Mandalorian season three, episodes five and six. We're going to double up since all we did was the bad batch. Obviously we couldn't help ourselves. We did talk about the Mandalorian yeah. quite a bit, but not this episode in specific. So we saved all that. Um, so you have that to look forward to next week in conjunction with episode six. Which I'm pretty sure is to be directed by Bryce Dallas Howard, who has a fantastic track run on uh, track record on uh, The Mandalorian so far. She also did season one, episode four, The Sanctuary, and she did the episode where Bo Katan was introduced last season. The C- the 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 heiress, the heiress. Mm. Uh, that was the one she did, um, and she did fantastic work on. Both of those episodes, seven and eight will be directed by Fama Iwa, who has, again, an incredible track record on this show so far.
2: And uh, Mm -hmm. I can't fucking wait. Nice. Yeah, that's that's nice. That's nice. She's she is very good. She has some Black Mirror episodes as well um, that she did pretty good on. I remember she's Uh, also in the Jurassic World movies. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Oh man, she's very she's talented. Very talented. Yeah, very wow, talented she woman. she does it all, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Bryce Dallas Howard's the shit. Also, the daughter of Ron Howard, who uh, was in American Graffiti, uh, co-show created Arrested Development, uh, directed Willow in 1989
2: or 88. Well, uh, God
0: damn! Directed solo. Talented family.
2: Talented
0: family. The Howards, man, they're the shit. But with that, we'll conclude the white Howard in the mix bloom. as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cousin, distant cousin. Uh, but <laughs> with that, we'll conclude this episode of the penny bloom podcast. If you would head to patreon.com slash penny pod, where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content, including all sorts of movie and book reviews, along with comic book pull lists just yesterday. Me and Joe, uh, recorded a long, long, I think it was an hour and 40 minute episode, which we, uh, Talked for about 45 minutes of that about, uh, 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 the continuation of a project I'm doing the, uh, the first viewings project. So I, I ranked 15 movies that I've watched for the first time. That is the only thing that binds them. They have no relation beyond the fact that I have watched them for the first time this year. And there's 15 of them. I rank them. It's very fun. Uh, head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod. follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember to leave a five-star rate and review wherever you are listening. If you were fucking with us today, be sure to check us out on Friday. We are continuing our comic book movie journey through film, and this Friday brings us Blade. We will be joined by a special guest named Azure. Very excited for you all to hear that. Uh Monday we continue Winter is Blooming. Uh this this next week will be uh we're rewatching Game of Thrones. That will be season 3, episode 3 next Monday. Um, We've got a lot of stuff in the pipeline. We're working on top 100s. We're working on all sorts of stuff. So you fuck with us today. You'll fuck with us tomorrow. I guarantee
2: it. Stick around.
0: I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very
2: much, homie. Oh, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here. Oh, and it's always a pleasure
0: to have you. And on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot. Thank you very much, KBZ, Kyler Barnett. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank you guys for another excellent season of the bad batch covered that is 32 episodes of the bad batch we have covered as a team which is uh very very boom boom that's boom let's see bad batch season two this episode will be hmm episode 360 i think is what this episode will be
2: a full circle baby let's go that's that's kind of poetic
0: um let's see when was the first episode of the bad batch
3: that'd be like one I'm 180.
2: guessing 183 if it's 180 that's nuts that'd be a long it's not 180 is
0: it what 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 do you feel like like his uh his guess was 180 what's yours joe i
2: was gonna oh i was gonna I say said, around I said, 180 i said I was,
0: 183 i was gonna say to be exact 91 Season one, episode
3: one of The Bad Batch was episode 91 of this podcast. So I was like, I, we did like double the amount of episodes from where I guessed in what it actually was. Nearly. Oh my god. No, no, like literally. That's wild. That's wild. We ain't putting deer. in work, Colton and Joe especially, me sometimes. Yeah, that 52 year you know. journey
0: through film and... The comic book, like at least an episode a week, most of the
3: time too. That'll happen.
0: That'll happen. Sometimes
3: uh, five. Is, uh, hey,
1: Sometimes
0: I really five, just feel like just, we started
3: doing this like a year ago, which is what's wild. Is like it has dawned on me that like I've moved into an entirely different apartment. I signed, re-signed the lease on the oh original apartment that I started mm-hmm. recording this podcast in with you guys. Fucking wild, man. I mean, shit, have, going back man. to
0: the Mandalorian, like uh, that'll be an even crazier. That'll be an even crazier jump. The Mandalorian Season 1, Episode 1. Let's see when that was. That was...
2: All right. Chapter 1. No, that probably... Is it even that high? Is it lower? It has been
0: over 300 episodes since The Mandalorian Episode 1.
2: It's less than 60?
0: It's 41.
2: Damn. That's a long. That's a lot of. Episodes. Man,
3: dude. We that's have a lot recorded, of hours. You, you and Slash, we have recorded so much shit. Because, like, I remember, like, we did WandaVision. We did Loki. Falcon, Waters, we did, Yeah, dude. Holy fuck.
0: First season There's of Bad you. Match. Every Star Wars
3: Disney Plus show
0: we've covered. That is, here ins- that is
1: insane.
3: Why don't fucking people listen to this shit more often? Listen here, motherfuckers. Y'all better hey, start running that
0: shit March- up. March was was a downslope. The Mandalorian episodes were not, they didn't do, they didn't boost us mm. the way that Obi-Wan Kenobi once did, the way Andor did. Mandalorian, it's not what the people were looking for, apparently. However, it's Star Wars television. We're not. We don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. Regar- I, I often say that I... I don't exactly do this for the listeners. While I appreciate you guys and it makes it very, very fun that you do, in fact, <laughs> listen, I do it because I like doing it, and that's uh, yeah. that's that's the approach most content creators yeah. should take.
3: Because um, he really just likes talking to Joseph George and KBZ. That's a fact. And I like talking to my
2: boys gives me an outlet to let whatever's going on up in here out into the world somewhere you know it's hey it's, joe
3: you know what <laughs> hey man for every time you say some shit like that there's a gotta be at least one person who listens that's thinking hey you know what i like what he's saying hey it's coming be, one day. there's
0: gotta be someone out there too that's like i can't believe someone else said it you know there's <laughs> hey, someone out there saying. who actually thinks the same too and and I, wanna be, I hope they find hey, this
3: podcast and I DM hope they find me. Find me.
2: We gotta create a group. If you, if any of my theories
3: were your own. You are you're you're too lost as well. We need to all find right. each other. <laughs> Super <laughs> um, niche so. reference coming here, but do you guys remember Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed? When Shaggy oh, gets out them couple, of the fucking mystery machine limousine, and he Unleashed. looks over, and he's got a whole crowd of Shaggy looking ass yes. motherfuckers, and he's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" That, yeah. That's going to be Joe when he finds all his people that out there yes. that believe in the shit he's talking about.
0: And I'm going to be dressed in the Velma orange, skin tight orange jumpsuit, just because.
3: Colton, uh, don't you say that because listen here, bro. That is when my love of Linda Cardellini started. And look, wasn't it for look, us man? I can't be any more attracted to you than I already am. So just, we, just we can't You're have so that, man. We can't bro. have that. We can't have huh? that.
0: I'm about to change lives, but with that, we will conclude this episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. Remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise the Bad Batch, bitches.